A place where you can't podcast is just no good. Oh, yeah, like if you're in a, let's say, a Airbnb and there's somebody else there and you can't make noise early in the morning, then it's just no good. Oh, yeah, Pasha wouldn't have liked it. No. So it's better to be in a, a fairly noisy motel six by the highway and you could hear the you could hear the they seem to put it by the highway so you always that's not the wind that's traffic oh I see but you could think of it as wind as a wind blown trail that you're on. Yeah, you have the wind, the noise of traffic now, not the wind blowing on the wind-blown trail. Yeah. And uh, and to experience... You, you started to feel like you lived a place if you stay five days, maybe four or five days, and you go to the same restaurant to... Uh, you went to the same vegan restaurant every day. What, are you crazy? Yeah, I went to the avocado in La Jolla, like, every day. Oh, really? You didn't skip? Uh, you didn't go somewhere else? Uh, well, I went to the Brick and the Bell and uh, went to some Thai for dinner and some Mexican place at dinner, but for lunch... Uh, I think I went every day to the avocado. Hmm. And you had your routine with your tennis clinic. You did the same thing in Durango. And you sort of lived somewhere when you do your laundry. Yeah. So I did the nitty-gritty in uh, Carlsbad Village, Village, which they had a bakery and then a live band and a, and a grocery store. And, yeah. Well, so you were really living there. Yeah. Yeah, that's like that one guy told us a long time ago to stay five days in each place. If you can do that, if I guess if you're a continuous traveler, yeah. Well, I don't know how long Basho stayed, but maybe if we read about the, get to the meat of his writings in the narrow road to the deep north, Aku no Hoso Michi. We could find out. Yeah. Yeah, you could read uh, Basho. That's true. Oh. So why don't you? Chapter 5, Basho's Journey, says that months and days are the wayfarers of a hundred generations. The years, too, going and coming are wanderers. Hmm. Really? Hmm. Alluding to, pre- to preface to the poem, giving a banquet on a Spring night in the peach and pear garden by the Chinese Tang poet Li Po, in which he says, Heaven and earth are the inn for the 10,000 things. 
Light and shadow are wayfarers of hundred generations, and so this floating, floating life is like a dream. He's saying life is like a dream. So my journey has been like a dream. Yeah. For those, yeah, did you have dreams last night? Yeah. What was I dreaming? Huh, it's funny how dreams fade. I was dreaming. <laughs> but my life is a dream. For those who drift life away on a boat, for those who meet age leading a horse by the mouth, each day is a journey. Each For somebody who drives a car each day at the steering wheel, for those who meet age leading a horse by the mouth, each day is a journey. The journey itself home. Hmm. So do you feel at home now in your Prius and the Motel 6? Yeah. Oh, well. Why, why did you go to Motel 6? Uh, it's the cheapest. <laughs> yeah, well, for the purpose of purposes of just... Um, uh, on a Saturday, the prices go up, so you have to move. Uh, well, I had to do laundry. <laughs> so, uh, ordinaryitarian, uh, I am as an ordinary narcissist. I went to Motel Six, even though it's a. Uh, I mean. Uh, it's adequate. Uh, it's not, uh, you know, it's good enough, really. The bed is adequate. And we don't need luxuries. <laughs> yeah, you have the luxury of the air around you. You have the Pacific Ocean. That's true. And you have, you don't need a uh, need a, a luxury resort with its own dedicated tennis court. You could go to the high school like every, every normal person. Yeah, you don't want to be stuck with those people, right? Yeah, I think to play tennis, you you got to have multiple courts. You can't, you can't be in a caged den with a bunch of other rich people. Okay, all right, we get it. Among ancients, too, many died on a journey. And so I, too, for how many years, drawn by a cloud, wisp wind, have been unable to stop thoughts of rambling? Yeah, I haven't been able to stop my thoughts of rambling and settle down, so. I was thinking of just going back to New York with the car and giving it to others to use and park it. And keep on, catch the plane at LaGuardia at the airport, and keep on rambling. Oh, you're gonna ramble in the air? <laughs> yeah, I could end up in Europe or something, or in Colombia. <laughs> oh, this is too expensive for you. Yeah, like the one guy was complaining, like he looked at an apartment. And he said he could get the same thing for one-third the price in Medellin, Colombia, because in the United States was too expensive. Oh, I see. Yeah. 
in the United States is too expensive. But it's a good place to trade stocks that, that go up in, in an inflationary environment. Okay. I roam the coast and then last fall brushed cobwebs off my river hut. The year two gradually passed and with a sky of springs rising mist came thoughts of crossing the Sarakawa barrier. Yeah, thoughts came of crossing into Arizona to go to Phoenix to the Musical Instrument Museum. The year two gradually passed and with the sky of springs rising mist came thoughts of crossing the Sarakawa barrier. I actually found a tour in uh, the Basho tour, I think seven weeks or something in May. Uh, there is a tour in Japan, okay, where I, I've had thoughts of going to Japan and taking the Basho tour. Oh, I see. I don't know, they had one for May, uh, okay. Possessed by the spirits of roving, which went wrenched the heart, beckoned by dosagen, unable to settle hand on anything. I mended a tear in my pants, replaced it a cord in my hat, did my wash, and burned my shins with moxa, and then with the moon of Matsushima rising in my mind, I handed on my hut to another and moved to Shinpu's cottage. Yeah, I uh, I was possessed by the spirits of roving, which wrenched my heart and beckoned by uh, by uh, Cal dreams of California. <laughs> yeah, you had a dream of California. Cal were California dreaming. Yeah, well, actually, I thought of Grand Canyon. Uh, uh, that's a guardian deity of the road. Oh. Do you have a guardian deity? So, Jojen, Dosojen? Yeah, I need one in the car. I need a guardian deity, maybe. Unable to settle hand on anything, I mended the tear in my pants. Um, yeah, I did mend the tear in my car tires and bought four new tires for the car. And replaced a cord in my hat burned my shins with moxa. I put on suntan lotion on my skin when I played tennis. And then with the moon of Matsushima rising in my mind, I handed my hut to another and moved to Shapu's cottage. And here he has a poem. He says, A grass hut, too, has a season of moving, a doll's house. Kusha no tomo sumi kawaru roso hina no i. I set this and the rest of the first eight links on the pillar of the hut. Uh, hmm. First eight links. Uh-huh. What are the first eight links? Uh-huh. Uh, hmm. Sanpu was a disciple and wealthy patron of Basha. The third day of the third month is the Dao Festival, also Girls' Day or Peach Festival, in which the Dao's 
are displays in houses, Basho gave his hut to a family with girls. The first section on the first page of the Ranga sequence. Twenty seventh day of Ya Ya Yoi. That's uh traditional name of the third month suggesting increasing life is the literal meaning of spring. The increasing of life is spring. Okay. That makes sense though. <laughs> the daybreak sky was hazy, the light of dawn, moon fading. And Fuji's peak faint in the distance. The crowns of cherry blossoms at Uno Yanaka. Heart torn with wandering. When might they be seen again? Oh, so this is where you're starting your your uh, Basho tour in Japan? Yeah. I don't know if it starts at Mount Fuji or not, but... Hmm. You better check up on it, and you'll have to learn Japanese. You have uh, until May to learn Japanese and learn, actually know something about Basho. All my friends gathered the night before and joined us on the boat so they could see us off. And as we Landed at a place called Senju. Thoughts of the 3,000 leagues before me damned up my heart. Yeah, the thoughts of um, my having to drive 3,000 miles to New York has damned up my heart. And I'm, I, am, I have a hesitance to leave and uh, I'm stuck here. <laughs> In Motel 6 and Highway 66. And I can't get started up. And I'm instead going to the tennis court. Oh, yeah. Are you going to Carlsbad High School? Yeah, I'm thinking of just going back to high school and playing tennis. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. And then... uh, do you go to Veggie Grill to get some... They have nothing but vegan food. Yeah, they have vegan uh, veggies there at Veggie Grill. And uh, then why don't you stay five days in Carlsbad? Huh? Well, I have to follow my thoughts and be, and try to undam my heart from the 3,000 leaks at the crossroads of unreality, tears of departure flowed. Yeah. Well, I thought you had tears when you departed New York. So I'm not sure you'll have tears of departure from California. Well, yeah, he says, Yuku Haruya Tori Naki Ui no Miwa Namida. Departing spring, birds cry, in the fishes, eyes are tears. So my ink set began, but I could barely push forward on the journey ahead. People lined the road behind, watching until our backs were mere shadow. This year, the second of Genroku, 
A determination arose to take up a distant pilgrimage to the deep north. Oh, I see. So you're going back to the northeast? Well, one could still be based out of New York and then take an even deeper pilgrimage to the far east uh, or the deep north. Uh, well, what do you mean? Uh, where's the deep north? Well, I've said that the deep north is inside your head at the third eye. Oh, okay. Also, you're saying that's actually being a deep person. Yeah. Oh, so the deep north in reality is on the higher planes in your third eye. Yeah. Oh, I see. So you're talking about the astral plane, I guess. <laughs> Take up a distant pilgrimage to the deep north. The quote, the sorrow of white hair piles up under the skies of woo. Yet there were places ears had heard of, but eyes had not seen. Would I return alive? Everything hanging on an uncertain future, and that night we finally made it the post town of Soka. Hmm. Yeah. And you didn't update your beneficiaries, because what if you don't even make it? Uh -huh. A Chinese metaphor for a distant snowy country, which is found in Chinese poetry, no poem plays. For example, from the no place, snow on bamboo. Though I've never been to the mountains of Wu, the weight of snow. On my bamboo hat, is it not the white hair of old age? Huh. And in a Zen forest of sayings in the phrase, quote, my bamboo hat heavy with snow from Wu skies. <laughs> oh, so do you have snow on your hat or... Did you, were you going skiing in Telluride? Uh -huh. Or is that just white hair of old age? Yeah, I'm trying to deal with the fact that I'm, in a way, old now. Oh, well, so you were some old guy at the Mission Beach, and there were young guys there playing, like, spike ball and volleyball. And you, <laughs> so it's interesting fact that they're, even the surfers are either young guys or old guys. Oh, so there are actually these old, um, yeah, there's a sort of a generation of like, uh, of the uh, baby boomers, that, these old guys who are still surfing. Oh. And they're also young guys surfing. But what you don't see is middle-aged guys surfing. Because I guess they have families or they're working or something. So they're either 20 or 60. Oh, I get it. It's very similar to early music, uh, to Baroque music players. They're either college students of age 20 and they're in music school, or they're old people, retired persons, retired persons, they're like 60 who are playing 
the recorder and the crumb horn and the veil de gamba and the harpsichord. Oh, I see. So that's like a barbell portfolio. <laughs> yeah. The white hair. So you haven't accepted the fact that you have white hair. No. So <laughs> that's why I, I practice longevity studies and I exercise every single day and practice intermittent fasting and oh. Yeah, well, you're not going to live forever, so you should learn to meditate as well. Okay. Yeah, that's why I do meditation, because actually I don't expect to live forever. Okay. The pack straining my scrawny shoulders hurt most. Yeah, and I got a new backpack that was even lighter. Uh, In fact, it was so light, they were saying it's saying it's for a woman. Oh, well, what makes a backpack for a woman? And you got a woman's backpack? Yeah, but it was elegantly simple and light. Oh, okay. The pack straining my scrawny shoulders hurt most. I had planned to set forth with body alone, but paper clothing for night's chill, a light summer robe rain gear, some brush and ink, and those farewell gifts so hard to refuse. They were all too difficult to discard, inevitable burdens of the road. Hmm, how did he plan to set forth with body alone? That's sort of like you'd have to find uh, a nudist hike, let's say. Maybe like Croatia or someplace, can you? I wonder if they have hikes that are, you can go on a trail, a nudist trail hike. Yeah, I suppose they would exist somewhere. But that is an ultra-light hiking. And, hmm. But you would still need a paper to write on or a phone or or night's chills if you were overnight to get cold. And... Oh yeah, so you need some clothing at least at night <laughs> and rain gear if it rains. And uh, yeah, so and you don't do pack camping anyways. You're doing car camping. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. I have I don't know if I'm ever gonna do that or hike rim to rim in the Grand in Yellowstone, I mean in Grand Canyon and carry my tent with me and uh Well you could try carrying a large pack, I guess. Uh, I know people who've done it. Uh, maybe it's not so bad if you're rich. It's what is it that where Camping is where you pay a lot of money to to live um, like a homeless person. <laughs> you get those expensive, the lighter the tent, the more expensive it is. Oh, so you're saying that a really light tent, which I forget the name, is like 
$500. Yeah. And you add a couple pounds and it's like $200. Oh. But you... You, uh... Since you have your tent and the car, you got the $200 tent. Yeah. Because, um... I have been camping by way of the car, so I can carry the two pounds. So I don't have to pay $500 to get a lighter tent. Uh, yeah. Okay, we paid homage to Muro no Yashima. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, he has a traveling companion, I guess, who paid homage. The doorless furnace, a Shinto shrine now, Amira shrine in the city of Toshige. So they pay homage at various shrines. It's religious trip he's on. Sora, my fellow pilgrim, said, The deity here is called Princess of the Blossoming Trees, the same as at Mount Fuji. Hmm. The Senjin Shrine in Fuji no Mi city of Shishoika. To prove herself, she entered a doorless chamber and set fire to it, giving birth to to prince born out of fire. Hmm. The deity Kanohana Saguya Hini was consort to Naniki no Makoto. When she proclaimed her pregnancy after one night with him, he doubted he was the father. To prove her children were divine, she walled herself into a building, set fire to it, and gave birth to three gods, one of which was Hano no Deme no Makoto. Huh. She really proved it, huh? So the place is called Doorless Cauldron, and that's why poetry about it usually mentions smoke. <laughs> yeah, you got to understand all this local stuff about... Although it is not included in Narrow Road, Basho wrote the Hoku with thread, threads of heat waves. It is interwoven, the smoke, while he was Mero no Surashiki. Huh. Yeah, you got to understand this, what the smoke is here, like, like what a smoke shop is in California or Colorado. Yeah, and you have no idea. Yeah, I, I can't write poetry about it because, about marijuana, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, oh, I see. Also, the fish Konoshiro is prohibited here. The shrine's legends are well known. The airing, it is said that when cooked, the fish smells like burnt flesh, the probable source of the prohibition. The 30th stopped over at the foot of Mount Nico. The innkeeper said, my name's Buddha Kazomian. My principle is to be honest in all things. That's why people call me that. So make yourself at home and rest up, even if it's just for a night. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, he didn't stay five days in one place. He just for one night, I guess. When you're walking, you actually do. It's funny how he stayed overnight in places and wasn't just camping. <laughs> you could hike into Inn in Japan, or you could hike from Hot Spring Inn to Hot Spring Inn. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, I would like to do that, but how can you arrange it? You'd have to have a tour because it's really probably hard to self-arrange your own walk. Yeah, in Japan, you don't. That's true. What sort of Buddha is this, appearing in a mean and muddy world to aid beggar monk pilgrims like us? Yeah, why is Buddha aiding me and God aiding me on my journey, which is just like, I'm like just a simple tourist and actually, yeah, you're, you're not enlightened at all. You're just a tourist. So why is God aiding you? What sort of Buddha is this appearing in a mean and muddy world to aid beggar monk pilgrims like me? Hmm. Beggar monk, pilgrims like us, I observed him closely. Free of cleverness or calculation, he was a man of unswerving honesty. It said, quote, one of sturdy character and steadfast sincerity approaches true humanity. And this man's natural purity of heart is admirable indeed. Oh, so sometimes you meet uh, good character personas, yeah. Literally devoid of wisdom and dis discrimination, scholars differ on whether this is criticism or praise. I took it pos positively as lacking artificiality, which pro parallels the other terms used. Note that the portrait begins with a reference to Buddhism and ends with references to Confucianism. So, yeah, are you praising this guy or criticizing him? Huh. These people that you met, uh, are they actually good characters or are you subtly criticizing them? And uh, were they of natural purity of heart? And Yeah, you've met nice people with natural purity of heart. <laughs> yeah. The tenth day of Doitzia month, worshipped at the sacred mountain. In ancient times, the mountain's name was written Nico, twice ravaged mountain. <laughs> hmm. But when great master Kuke founded a temple here, he changed the name to Nico. Light of the sun, perhaps he saw a thousand years into the future, for now the radiance of this mountain shines throughout the heavens, its blessings extending through the eight directions, the four classes, secure and at peace. Mm -hmm. ah. The four classes... Uh, Oh, I see, they're at peace. Farmers, warriors, artisans, and merchants 
or the four classes of Japanese feudalism and compared with the bloody civil wars of the medieval period. Japan enjoyed relative peace and prosperity during the authoritarian shogunate of the time. Oh yeah, and you're in uh, Pax Americano. Yeah, you've been in that throughout most of your life, so... You're in relatively stable, peaceful times. Yeah. But but even despite a pandemic, you are... Uh, yeah, there's coronavirus and COVID. And, but you have managed to get something to eat and found a place to stay almost every night. Wow. So, you're not a country... There isn't class warfare, and there isn't uh, war, major wars, only little bitty ones, a major nuclear warfare, no. So there is, at this time, lucky for you, there is Pax, peace in America, Pax Americano. Okay, yeah. Huh. The four classes secure in that peace, and still more, but it's all so awesome. I can only lay aside my brush. Pum quote, Aratoto, Aoba, Wakaba, no, Hino, Hikari, translates as so holy. Green leaves, young leaves in sunlight. But then he goes to the black hair mountain was hung with haze, still white, with some snow. And he says, So resuteti kuro kamiyamani koromoge. That's Sora. He says, Sora says, Head shaven at Black Hair Mountain. Changing clothes. Oh. Yeah, I was doing laundry at that point. Changing my dirty clothes for clean ones. Oh, you did? Yeah. It is a custom to change to lighter weight clothes on the first day of summer, the first to fourth month. But in this case, Sora makes a more fundamental change to the robes of Buddhist monk and a more serious religious life. Oh. Hmm. Are you getting more serious in your religious life? Uh-huh. Seems like you're getting less serious. You were, were more serious. And what time is today's broadcast? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's 7 uh, California time, 11 in Eastern Standard Time. Well, what is it in India? Huh. Huh. Sora is from the Kawai family. His given name, Sogoro. His hut stood next to my eaves by the lower leaves of the basho tree. And he assisted me with firewood and water. Overjoyed at the prospect of seeing Matsushima and Kisagata with me this trip and wanting to help me through the hardships of the road. 
At daybreak of departure, he shaved his head, put on ink-black robes, and changed the characters used for his name to those meaning spiritual enlightenment. So you are seeking spiritual enlightenment. I thought you were seeking a new casa, a new place to live. Are you trying to live within spiritual enlightenment? Yeah, I'm trying to live um, anywhere with spiritual enlightenment. Oh, okay. Oh, you're trying to just meditate anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. So why do you need uh, an expensive place when you could just live in like Colombia or uh, what is the cheapest country in the world? Uh, I don't know. They do have an ashram, a spiritual center in Medellin. Uh-huh. And so his poem, On Black Hair Mountain, the words changing clothes hold great power. Also, you're doing the laundry and changing your clothes in theory, holds great power. If you were to put on a priest robe. (laughs) He climbed about a half a lake up the mountain and there was the waterfall. The water surged out of a rocky cavern near the ridge and dropped a hundred feet into it as a pool dotted with thousand stones. Sidling into the overhang, one views the waterfall from behind, so it's known as Blackview Falls. Oh, wow. Did you go to scenic uh, cliff, sunset cliff spot? Yeah. Basho says, Shibaraku wa taki ni no hajime. Translates as, for a while, secluded at a waterfall, start of the summer retreat. (laughs) Are you on a summer retreat? Or you're trying to retreat from winter to the summer in California? 22. It is traditional in Buddhism to undergo intensive practice at one's temple during the summer. Huh. Well, you, if it's traditional in Buddhism to undergo intensive practice at one's temple or one's the temple of one at one's third eye during a summer in California by going to California to acquire summer. Oh, I see. Even if it's winter and New York. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That makes sense, I guess. Uh Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I should hope so. I knew someone in a place called Kuro Bunny in Nasu, and I decided to take a shortcut from Nico straight across the broad plain. 
we happened to notice a villa village in in uh, Carlsbad, the Carlsbad village. We happened to notice a village in the distance as rain began to fall in the sunset. Yeah, I was looking out towards like Panama City in Florida to see what the weather's like, and uh, God, it was like rain every single day. Yeah. So you compared uh, California to Florida, and there was no rain in California, and there was rain every day in Panama City? Yeah, so what's so great about Panama City, Florida? I don't know. Don't know. Why were you looking? We happened to notice a village in the distance as rain began to fall and the sunset. Lodging for a night at a farmer's house at daybreak. We headed off again over the plain. You don't do farm lodging, huh? It's not so. No. A horse stood grazing in a field. We sought assistance from a man cutting grass, and though he was a rustic, he was not without compassion. Quote, hmm, let's see here. The plain is crisscrossed with trails, and somebody unfamiliar with the right way is bound to get lost. That's a real problem. Say, why don't you take this horse as far as he'll go and just send him back? <laughs> Yeah, I could, like, um, take a mule. Why don't I just take one of the mules down into Grand Canyon? Uh, And then when I'm done with him, just send him back. And he lent us the horse. Two children came running along behind the horse. One was a little girl named Kasani, a truly elegant name. I'd never heard before. And he says, quote, poem quote, Kasane to Yaina Dishki, no, na, na Rubeshka, Zora. Quote, Kasane must be a name for a double petaled pink. Kasane means multi layered, Yai. Multi eightfold is the term is used for double petal flowers, while nadeshikoko is the term for wild pinks and a flower associated with girls. There is no double petal pink plant. Hmm. There is no double petal pink plant. Huh. Interesting. It's the thing about uh, flowers. Yeah, chapter five is probably a long one. It's a double. It's like the deep, deep, uh, the narrow road to the deep north. Soon we made it to the village, uh, to the village. (laughs) And tying some money to the saddle, I sent the horse back. Oh, that's nice you gave that guy some money. Yeah, I had this guy, a street urchin guy with a wild haircut. And 
Oh, actually, wild hair, and I. He asked for some money, so I took his picture, and gave him some money. We visited a man named Joe Bo Joe Boji, the overseer of the Kurubani Manor. Surprised, delighted, he talked with us day and night. His younger brother Toshi came over morning and evening and took us to his house, and his relatives invited us over as well. So the days went by. One day we wandered in the outskirts of town. We viewed the remains of the dog shooting grounds and pushed our way through the bamboo grove to the old tomb of Lady Tamamo. In the Kamakura period, there was a sport of shooting dogs with blunted arrows while riding on horseback. Legend says that she was a fox spirit. She's a fox spirit. From there, we went to pay our respects at the Hakiman Shrine. We were especially moved to hear that it was at this shrine that Yochi, before he shot, at the fan prayed, quote, above all Hachiman clan deity of this province. As darkness fell, we returned to Toshiya's house. There was there is a temple for mountain ascetics called Kamyo. We were invited there and worshipped in the hall of the aesthetic ascetic. Yeah, ascetic. They had asceticism, so like I said, Basho is Partly a monk. Yeah. Hmm. And if you practice meditation in the morning, you are like a monk part-time. Yeah. Okay. Nasu no Yachi was a samurai who gained fame for shooting a fan hanging from a boat in the Battle of Yashima in 1185. Uh, the Hall of the Ascetics is uh, named in honor of En no Kyocha, founder of the mountain ascetic sect of Shukendo. In poem quote, Natsu Yamani Ashida O Agamo Kadoti Kana. In the summer mountains, praying before the clogs, setting off. And Go Yaji's clogs were said to be unusually high and intentionally difficult to walk on. And Basho's prayer to them was for strength and fortitude on his journey as he departed for the deep north. Yeah, some women's uh, high heels are incredibly high and very difficult to walk on. Yeah, so some women have very difficult high heels. Deep within Uganji Temple is the site of the mountain hermitage of Preetz Bucho. A Rinzai Zen monk 
1643 to 1715, from whom Basho received spiritual training around 1682. Basho visited Bucho during his journey to Kashima. Oh, that's his one of his his gurus. <laughs> oh, Butch Bucho. Butcho. B-U-T-C-H-O. Priest Bucho. He's a Zen uh, 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 Rinsai. Yeah, it's Rinsai Zen. R-I-N-C-A-I. So, oh, so he studied Zen Buddhism. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Tati Yoko no Goshaku ni Tarani Kusa no Iyo Musubin Moku Yasi Amina Bucho. A grass thatched hut less than five feet square. Regrettable indeed to build even this, if only there were no rains. Yeah, if there was just no rain, if like you were, if you weren't in Panama City and you were in California, or Arizona, or New Mexico, or Colorado, or uh, Utah, you could, you, you, what, you don't need a hut? Uh, I thought you would need, still need a house. <laughs> Goodness. But there were no bugs. Yeah, this guy, uh, this guy at the beach at Mission, Mission Beach, uh, in his house, he just left the door wide open. I said, it's amazing here. You have no bugs. Uh, yeah, no mosquitoes and no flies and goodness, how could you live such a way? I don't think that I can live with no bugs. Oh, and no rain. (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) You went on a journey to the deep southwest. Yeah, I was in the southwest and I didn't encounter any bugs. Uh, Really? Yeah, I guess... uh, you weren't bitten by any mosquitoes, no. Huh. And there was no rain. Did it ever rain when you were there? Interesting point. Uh, uh, I haven't actually uh, been rained on. Huh. Yeah, when were you last rained on? I had heavy rain, and uh, there was a lot of rain in Chicago. So uh, when I was in Chicago, I got rained on, and I needed... uh, You had two raincoats on? Three coats, I was saying, at one point. Uh, There was a coat, down coat, with a raincoat, and another raincoat. Oh, I see. And here in California, and Arizona, and New Mexico, and Utah, and Colorado, you didn't encounter even rain in Colorado? Hmm. That's an interesting point. Uh, Don't remember heavy rain. Oh, they have a drought, and uh, 
Yeah, well, how could you even consider moving to some place with no rain? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't say I was moving there. I said I was seeking spiritual enlightenment wherever I am, regardless of where I am. Oh, like in Motel 6, <laughs> on Route 66. Oh. oh, so you're seeking enlightenment on Route 66 in Motel 6, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Are you going to stop there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.